Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. made me first suspect Joe was that he knew more than any innocent person should have known. I suspected Irene the moment I heard the fireman's testimony. The apparently unimportant fact. I suspected, I suspected Elaine the postman the after he testified. I suspected. I suspected. Listen to radio's newest, most interesting and thrilling program, Suspicion. Suspicion. Somewhere in the drama about to be presented is a seemingly unimportant fact. A hidden clue that first casts suspicion on the ultimate culprit. Listen regularly to this thrilling series. Test your powers of observation and deduction and find the hidden clue. It may be a single line, a sound, perhaps a complete scene. All names and characters depicted in this story are fictitious. Any resemblance to persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. In the story we presented last time in this series, Murder on Sunday, do you remember this scene? Early one Sunday evening, when Alfred Hawkins closing the old-fashioned office building where he's employed as porter and watchman... Now, don't you let no one in, Clarabelle. It's closing time, it is. Has Mr. Bloomfield left yet? I think he must have. He don't usually stay this late, at least while it's not on Sunday. He must have let himself out the side entrance. I hope he locked it after him. The fact that the tenants of the building had keys to the side entrance, ladies and gentlemen, was the hidden clue that caused Chief Inspector Davis of Scotland Yard to suspect Arthur Reynolds of the murder of Alexander Bloomfield. Because... I asked myself, which of Bloomfield's visitors would be able to enter and leave unseen? Obviously, Arthur Reynolds, the dead man's partner. Now we present... Dead Man's Clue. A few minutes before noon on the 15th of November... Arnold Johnson enters a small parking lot in the business district of a large Midwestern city. What kind of a car is it, mister? Uh, a green four-door sedan with... Uh, oh, there it is. The second one there. Your parking check, please. Oh, yes, certainly. Uh, well, that's odd. I, I could have sworn I put it in this pocket. 
Uh, hold the briefcase just a moment, will you? Okay. I came in here about 15 minutes ago. Wait, maybe I put it in this pocket. Although I've never done that before. Well, that's most remarkable. Say, you gave me a $5 bill, didn't you? Yes, yes, and I said it was the smallest oh, I okay, had. Okay, I remember you, mister. Yeah. Uh, you got anything to prove who you are? Oh, oh certainly, yes. Here, here's an insurance policy. You can check it with the auto registration slip. Now, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, okay, Mr. Johnson. Sorry to trouble you, but we got to be careful. Uh, yes, yes, of course, I understand. Oh, don't bother. I, I can take it out. Oh, okay, Mr. Johnson. Boy. Uh, yes, ma'am? Never mind. I can get it out. Your parking check, please. Here you are. Oh, thanks. Hey, that dame, some driver in the snappy... Li- hey! Hey, wait a minute! Wait a minute, lady! You got the wrong car! Hey, hey! Hello, Copeland Mayer speaking. Huh? What's that? Take it slower, Mr. Osborne. Yeah? Uh, license 5R8686. Yeah. When the owner comes in, have him give me a ring. Corporal Ted Mayer. And try to remember what this woman looks like. Traffic girl. Hello, Swinney. This is Ted Mayer. I want the name and address of license 5R8686. Call me back. There's a new wrinkle in the auto theft racket in this town, Chris. Yeah, what'd they do? A fellow goes into a parking lot and claims to have lost his ticket stub. He persuades the attendant that he owns the car. Then a dame comes in. Mm-hmm. She has a parking ticket and takes the most expensive bus on the lot, and she had the first man's parking check. Well, they can't pull that trick more than a couple of times, Dad. Do you know how many cars have been stolen in the last week? Fifteen. What? And we haven't got a lead that means a thing. Hello, Corporal. What's that, Sweeney? Arnold Johnson, three, four, one and a half, Dorennis Avenue. Thanks. Grab your hat, Chris. If Mr. Johnson Bird knows anything, he'll sing or get No, I guess it's a side entrance. Yeah, and while I'm talking to him, you take a gander in the garage. Right. don't want anything. Are you Arnold Johnson? Yes. Yes, of course. I'm Corporal Mayor of the Detective Bureau. I understand you had some difficulty at a parking lot this morning. Uh, yes, yes, that's quite correct, officer. I, I couldn't find the claim stub. Odd, it's never happened to me before. Quite remarkable. Most remarkable, Mr. Johnson. Because you'd scarcely driven away when a woman stole a car from that lot. And she gave the attendant your parking stub. She what? Oh, that's awful, but I, I assure you, Captain, I honestly thought I'd lost it. Maybe she just picked it up on the street. Uh, yes, yes, of course, I dare say that's exactly what have she... Have you said. any references, Mr. Johnson? References? Yeah. Oh, indeed I have, Sergeant. I, I'm headmaster of the mathematics department of the city college, night division. I, I've been there ten years. Oh, I, uh, I thought I'd heard the name before, but I wasn't sure. If there's anything I can do for you privately, just let me know. Oh, thanks, I will. Uh, sorry to have troubled you, but... With so many automobiles being stolen, we can't afford to pass up any leads. No, no, of course not. Uh, good day, sir. Good afternoon. Uh, either he's a good actor or innocent. I'm betting he's innocent. Say, Chris, do you remember Sloppy Smith? Well, sure. Say, you don't think he's mixed no, up? No, no, no. I'm pretty sure he's on the up and up, but maybe he'll be useful. He has a repair shop on Fixed Let's drop him. Mm-hmm. 
afternoon, gents. What can I do? Hello, Sloppy. Oh, it's you, Corporal. How's things down to City Hall? Okay. How's the garage business? Okay. Sloppy, what do you know about hot cars? Listen, wise guy, I've been on the level for two years, see? Now, don't get us wrong, Sloppy. We aren't accusing you, but we thought you might have heard something. Well? I ain't talking. Live and let live. That's me. Get it? There's a reward. I ain't interested. An insurance company is offering five grand for a tip. Well, no, 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 nothing doing. Money ain't no use to a dead guy. That's it, eh? Yeah. Maybe I'm sticking out my neck just by talking to you fellas, but there's three guys that have disappeared in the last month, see? And I kind of figured they knowed, too. Calling all cars. Attention, all cars. Broadcast 105. Stolen automobile. Stand by, Chris. Stolen from public parking lot at 6th and South Broadway. Last seen headed west on 6th Street. License 43M61. 43M61. A canary yellow sports roadster with top down. George, there it is, right ahead of us. Let's get going. Chris, yep. did you get a good look at Sloppy Smith when that radio flash came on? Uh, say, come to think of it, he looked kind of worried. Yeah, plenty worried. And if that car had driven in what the Sloppy Smith wants to or not, he's going to talk. Yeah, I guess he's out and back. Either that or else... Oh, he's taking it on the lamb. Come on, let's have a look around. Shut off the engine. Okay. They must have left just after we did, Ted. It's pretty dark. No lights are on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have a look around first and then phone headquarters and have them pick him up. I guess this is... Yeah, this is the room where he slept. Well, everything looks in order. Let's see what's in his desk. Okay. Room's empty. Try the others. Looks like he cleared out in a hurry. Say, listen. He used to be pretty thick with Joe Clark over on Lakeside Hill. Right. And if anybody knows who's behind this auto theft racket, Joe Clark's the man. We turn left a couple of blocks further on, don't we? Yeah, second street after that curve. The lake's quiet tonight. Not like it was a year ago when we faced out Dan Grogan, eh? Yeah, you said it, Ted. Say, look at that crowd up ahead. It must have been an accident. You want to stop and investigate? And let Joe Clark pull the paint out. Nothing doing. Hey, look, that. The guardrail's broken. Somebody must have gone off the road and right into the lake. Looks <laughs> like we'll have to let Clark go for a while, Ted. Okay, there's nothing else we can do. Did anybody call it an ambulance? Somebody better call it an ambulance. Break it up, folks. Break it up. All right. Break it up now. Ted, get the names and addresses. Right. Any witnesses? Then I'll see what happens. Right. Uh-huh. Now, mister. All right, stand back, folks. Stand back. Pulled him out of the lake. Oh, thanks. Stand back, folks. Get the doctor room to work. Come on now. Move back. All right, break it up. Break it up. Come on. Now, those who saw the accident stick around. The rest of you leave, please. Is he a... Here, give the guy with us. Sloppy Smith. You, you know him? Yes. Oh, I'm from the police department. Is there anything I can do? No, I'm afraid he was pulled out too late. Have you pumped his lungs? Yes, but uh, they were empty. If we'd had a pull motor... How did it happen? I came by just as he was pulled out. I saw it, officer. Yes? Yeah, I saw the whole thing. It was a a hit-and-run driver that killed him. Well, just tell me the facts. 
Well, I was walking along the street here, perfectly respectable, when he, the man they pulled out of the lake tried to pick me up. Yeah? I ignored him, and then he said something I didn't like, and I told him I'd call the police. And then what? Uh, just then I heard a truck come lickety-split down the hill. And I guess he must have heard it, too. And the driver was shouting something about his brakes being broken. Well, where is the driver? Uh, well, he drove away right afterwards. I called him to him to stop, but he didn't. Well, when he drove away, I started to scream. That gentleman over there was one of the first to come here. and He dived into the lake and pulled him out. Uh-huh. So that's how it happened, huh? Yeah, it was all over so quick, I didn't really see nothing. I see. What's your name? Helen Richards. I'm... You're under arrest, Helen Richards, hey. if that's your name. What do you mean? The game's up, sister. I dropped that hey, pistol before I... Break. Head my arm. Yeah, isn't that too bad? Listen, I didn't kill him. Well, who did? You put me in jail where they can't get at me, and I'll shoot the works. But I'm not talking out here, see? I don't want to end up the way Sloppy Smith did. Well, you should have thought of that a long time ago, sister. Come on. At headquarters, Helen Richards made a complete confession, disclosing not only the manner in which Sloppy Smith had been murdered, but all members of the automobile theft gang. Hank Crawford, Sloppy's partner, is the head of the gang. Uh-huh. Sloppy knew what was going on, but he was afraid to say anything. Then when Hank saw you two in Sloppy's garage this afternoon, he figured that maybe Sloppy might either tell you about it or he might accidentally let loose something. I see. Right after you left, he got Sloppy and chloroformed him. Well, did uh, Joe Clark have anything? No, Joe's clear. But now that I've told you everything, how about telling me where we slipped up? Okay, sister. You see, Sloppy really gave us the clue when... Ladies and gentlemen, did you discover the hidden clue that caused Officer Chris Peters to suspect that Sloppy Smith had been deliberately murdered? Right into this station and tell us the hidden clue you found. And to test your powers of observation and deduction, listen for the correct hidden clue in this story the next time we present Suspicion. <laughs> <laughs>